0: My name is Jack McLean, I'm the host, and the Get Better Plan is a concept I learnt during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I work closely with the academy players, and I've been implementing similar methods to our Prepare Like a Pro athletes. I want to share this concept with you, our podcast listener. So you might be thinking, how does the Get Better Plan work? Well, each month we review and reflect each athlete's development, and work out what is the bottleneck of their physical development i.e what is the one thing that is really letting down them to play at their best potential week after week from there we pick one lifestyle focus for example getting to sleep by 10 pm five days a week and a physical focus for example bringing max effort to the key lifts in their gym program from there each athlete join me live every week at 5 pm sundays and i present on a certain topic The athletes journal their learnings and implementations and reflect each week on what worked and what did for their get better plan. These presentations are recorded for the athletes that missed the presentation. And I wanna share some of the content to you, our wider podcast community. If you're new to the podcast, every week I interview leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries live on our YouTube channel. We drop an inspiring and educational podcast every Tuesday and Friday. And on Sundays, I host a live Instagram Q&A answering all questions that were sent to us via direct message or email through to us. So if you're struggling with increasing your muscle mass, lowering your 2k time trial or perhaps struggling with improving your 20 meter speed time, send through your questions to our Instagram or email us at jack at Let's get into today's episode. Guys, it's an education-based session where I'll present on a couple of topics and then provide some announcements for our program, uh, as well as answer any questions that you have. So feel free to send through your questions. Reflection on last week. If you missed last week's episode, just let me know. I will send you the link. Um, But basically, we discussed uh, the program and the importance of having low, medium and high days. So easy, feel-good sessions are our low days. Medium sessions where we're focusing on getting in some good training load, but we're not pushing maximally uh, or we're not you know, running too far or doing maximal sprints. It's a it's a medium session. And then the, the importance of high days where we're pushing your thresholds, whether it be sprinting at max effort, doing hard accelerations, change of direction, or maybe you're getting game loads out with your, with your threshold work, so 10K sessions uh, and so forth. So important importance that we've got a balance of all three, Uh, They all complement each other. The low sessions are really, really good for building your running technique and your rhythm and focusing on things like breathing and how you're um, striking the ground with your foot contacts. The medium days, are a day where you, um, it's not too mentally taxing um and it's a good opportunity to focus on your technique while getting in some good quality training sessions So i'd say majority of our sessions in pre-season are sort of at the medium level and then our high days we might do them once a week once every fortnight they're the days that we want to mentally approach them like your game day in pre-season so we're making sure that we're going into those sessions with no distractions um they're on a day that you've prioritized your training uh more than anything else. So whether it be you're working part-time, working full-time, studying, whatever it might be, the time slot that your main session is happening for that week is your number one priority for that day Um, because you you really regard your training that highly and you know that we're we're not doing high days every day. Um, This also allows the body to adequately recover and handle those high training days. So we don't want to be training maxing every day because it's not sustainable. And what ends up happening is you, all your sessions end up becoming medium days anyway. We never actually get low sessions or we never really get the high sessions. You end up just doing moderation the whole time, um, which doesn't allow you to improve your qualities as well as a balanced approach where we have low days, deliberate, easy, feel good days, where you leave feeling like you've got more left in the tank. Some moderate sessions, Where we do most of our sessions, and then those high sessions really really push yourself and see what you can do that day. The other thing that we the other topic that we uh, presented on was your two K time trial and understanding what type of athlete you are. Uh, You're more a power based athlete um, that might not do so well with going out hard for your first lap and trying to hold on with your more grinders aerobic based athletes. Um, So for you, for the power based athletes, you're probably going to do better by Um, starting quite easy and making sure that every lap is a little bit quicker so you've got room left in the tank to finish your last lap being your fastest lap so you're timing your run so to speak and then the aerobic athletes the opposite guys the guys that love long distance running uh, and you've got a good tank for you you might not have the speed of the power athletes so you'll do better at going out relatively hard and holding on uh, for the first, lap. so every lap counts, and you want to make sure you're working just underneath your max effort uh, for all the laps because you've got good confidence in your ability to repeat that intensity. All right, the so understanding where you sit with the with that is really really important to be able to get the best result. Uh, and at this time of year, it's good to practice if you're not sure which type of athlete you are. Footballers are commonly somewhere in the middle. You know, they're not quite 100-meter sprinters and they're not quite marathon runners. They're somewhere sitting in the middle, 400, 800 teams to be the, the type of running that you, do, you tend to improve if you're comparing to a track and field athlete. So you are a bit of a mix. But more often than not, you'll find that when there's time to do sprinting in with the team, uh, you might be uh, stronger with the sprints. But when it's time to do those 1K efforts, you might be not as strong. So that would be an indicator that you're more power-based athlete. And then for those that do really, really well with the longer efforts, but um, struggle with the short high intensity efforts, then you'd be typically more an aerobic bass athlete. So understanding where your genetics are and um, what you prefer to do, um, are probably things indicators of where you are more naturally and what, where your strengths lie. Um, And that's the strategy you want going into game day to make sure you get the best performance. This is a visual that we'll look at over the pre-season. Uh, it's to, just a nice visual to, to indicate how it is a, a long road throughout the pre-season and the season campaign. So really important that we think of it like a, a long distance effort. Uh, it's not about quick wins. It's about preparing yourself for, for wins later on. At uh, the top of the mountain would be September of a footy campaign, And right now we're right at the start, uh, just climbing the mountain. So we're all about preparing ourselves for those future wins when we want to win, which is number one, getting your team into top four so you can perform well in the finals. And then ultimately trying to give yourself uh, that best chance to make grand final. Uh, And that's making sure that we're timing our run. Um, we're, We're in good peak fitness where we need to be, which is at the end of the year. Um, and we're a long way away from that. So it's a matter of getting small steps, learning some things, experimenting with some things this time of year, finding out what works for you, um, what's your best form of recovery. Where So in season, you can find that routine, and you've got a few different options. So if it was a contested game and your body's really sore from the crash and bash, you know that ice baths might be really effective for reducing your swelling and re- reducing inflammation from those big hits. Um, and then equally, if you've had a big... Running session, you know that uh, stretching might be a really effective way for you to relax the body, uh, and focusing on your breathing and, and doing um, flexibility yoga based sessions is a really good way to allow your legs to feel better for the next session. So understanding what successful recovery looks for you looks like for you, and then therefore you can apply that depending on what the game was like on the weekend. Was it a big? huge ground, nice sunny weather where you ran big distances and therefore your legs are heavy, or was it more wet weather footy where your body was sore from all the contacts? So your recovery should change and experimenting with different things at this time of year is a good time. So then come into the season, you know um, what early recovery looks like so then you can get a good quality set for now leading into the main set for a week, which would be typically Thursday, What does it look like for Thursday? How are you hydrating? How are you eating on that day to fuel your training, to ensure that you get good preparation for that week's training session that will lead into good performance on on your game day? And then what do you do the day before a game? Are you someone that prefers to stay away from footy, not watch any football, um, go for a walk, walk the dog, uh, maybe do some things like go for a surf or play golf, things to get your mind off the game? Uh, Or are you someone that likes to go for a bit of a run, use your body, um, or you're someone that's just a footy fanatic and loves to watch Friday night football and study the game uh, and think about how you're going to play the next day. So understanding your mental preparation, your physical preparation is really, really important. And now's a really good time to experiment these things and use the coaches at Prepare Like a Pro to, to help you. All right. So part of today's presentation is around the importance of focusing on not doing the quick wins, the easy wins, um, but actually focusing on the hard work to help you win later. So sometimes the quick wins uh, are easy. They're generally in your comfort zone. They might help you feel good now, but they're not going to help you and be the best that you can be later on. All right. And a good quote from Muhammad Ali would be, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit, suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. So that's a good quote relevant to this topic where although he didn't love training because he was pushing himself and working himself um, so hard, but he was doing it to allow himself to live the rest of his life as a champion. He was looking after his future self, and that's what hard work looks like. So people talk about hard work all the time. Um, and In fact, our recent podcast with Hal Marsden, who's a, a rugby strength conditioning coach, he talked about this, the Melbourne Storm Athletes we're big on, where it's doing the things that you don't want to do at the time, but you know that they're important to you. They know You know that they're valuable to your development. Uh, and once you understand what's relevant to you, whether that feels good or not, the emotions that come with that should be irrelevant. It's just doing the best that you can on that day, and that's what hard work is. Um, and that's what we want to try and focus on, is first understanding what's important to you to better your strengths, but also to better your, your weaknesses. And once you understand those things, it's doing them consistently over time. So in the future, you're better at those activities. Whereas if we focus only on the things that feel good and the emotional things that we like to do, which tend to be our strengths, the quick wins, we're not going to get better. And a good example of that might be next year, you're thinking about playing for a football team. And maybe you're starting to get that age of under 16s where it's starting to get pretty serious and you want to play your best football and you might have a dream to work play in the AFL, or it might be just to play at the highest level you can be. Are you going to play with your mates? Or are you going to choose to play in the best team that maybe a coach has recommended you play for, or or your family's recommended you play for, or even something your teammates have recommended that you should play in that team because that environment is more conducive to your level of football and it's going to allow you to get better. Where the easy quick win would be to stick with your comfort zone, stick with your mates and continue to play in that team. And that's not to say that high performing teams, if your mates are in those high performing teams and it's the it's the best team that you can play in for your development, then of course stick with that team. But if you're playing in a lower level because you because your mates are there, you've got to ask yourself, is that the best team, best environment that you can be playing in to be to reach your goals, which is where you where you want to go. And if it is to play at the highest level, then you need to play at the highest level now. So think about that. What what I want you guys to do with your training girl, just think about some habits that you have. We all have them where you'll tend to focus on the quick wins. Maybe nutrition would be an easy example. Rather than um, having a healthy snack, you pick an easy snack, right? and it feels good at the time, but you know it's not going to help you win later. It's not going to help your goals. So write down some things that pop up into your mind. What are some things that you do that are quick wins and what could you do differently to help you achieve your goals? We'll give you guys one minute just to go through that exercise. It's really important to write these things down. Don't use the keypad on your computer or your phone. Um, but Research has shown it's a lot stronger. We have a stronger association when we handwrite things. So you're much more likely to take action and remember this exercise if you handwrite it. So that's why we're big at Prepare Like a Pro with using a training journal, simple pen and paper um, to note these things down. Uh, because you're much much more likely to have success that way. Thank you so much for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan playlist. If you enjoyed this episode and want access to the whole presentation, you can join our academy for as little as $5 per month. Click the link in our show notes or search for Prepare Like a Pro in the Patreon app. I really appreciate your support. To recommend a guest for a future episode or to discuss advertising your brand on the Prepare Like a Pro platform, email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com.